welcome everyone to another edition of 79th Live here at the 79th Group. I'm Colin Smith, Chief Marketing Officer of 79th Group. And I'm here once again with David Webster, our Chairman of the Board. And uh, we're going to have a little chat today about our natural resources business. So we, we met recently to talk about uh, the real estate business. And actually what we're going to talk about today is a similar narrative really to what we were just talking about before in the real estate business, which is not necessarily ripping the rule book up, but just being able to recognize that there's rules and regulations in place. But um, sometimes those um, models that exist worked at one time, but don't necessarily work anymore. And we have to be able to support, especially at the moment, we have to be able to support growth uh, in growth companies, in uh, scale-up companies. Uh, so I want I want Dave to give us a little bit of his expertise and his background on uh, the natural resources business, the commodities business, um, and the journey he's been on to explain what it was, what it is now, and um, what the world needs to do to keep this uh, to keep this business moving forward. So welcome again, Dave. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Carl. I'm excited. So I think I'd like to start with as we did with the real estate sector. We know you've got thirty years' experience in that business, and we we started right at the very beginning. I'd like to give a little bit of a flavour to everyone because I'm not sure everyone really appreciates what you put into this business, the resources business, and how it all started. Because I know what I find really fascinating since I started here is. You can't just land in West Africa with a load of cash and throw it at people and go, I want to invest in natural resources. Mm. It doesn't work that way. There's a long game in this business, as yeah. I've learned. So do you want to tell us a little bit like that, like how it started and how it developed and how it, and how it worked, basically? Sure, sure. I think after 10, 11 years uh, being in West Africa mainly, and you, you, it's down to what I said to you on another podcast about the real estate. It's about instinct. Yeah. You learn about the business on the ground. You've got to be on the ground. Okay, you've got to learn from it from the gutter up yeah. or the roots up, you know. You don't get education or you don't get um, the experience you need from a piece of paper. Yeah. Okay. Too much of the world relies on reports and papering. Okay. But that's somebody else being paid not usually a fortune just to give their opinion. But that might be wrong. Well, that could wreck your Well, life. that's interesting. Sometimes it's opinion. It's not necessarily a rule book. Sometimes it's just someone giving a guidance. It's not necessarily you have to do it this way. They, they never, ever put themselves at risk, okay? We're, we put ourselves at risk every day of our lives. <laughs> but you too long now, Colin, after 11 years in Africa, and I've seen it change and change and change, believe it or not, believe it or not, West Africa right now or the Republic of Guinea where we operate mm. and we have our head office, uh, our minerals head office, that is one of the most regulated places I've been. It's it's harder to regulate over there and to operate over there now with all of the compliance regulation, the AML, you know, and all the usual things. But you've got to remember, this is a continent that is ultimately the richest continent on earth, okay, because of its minerals. Well, we spotted this 10 years ago. We got our education on the ground, made mistakes on the way, put every last pound we had into it because we believed in it, right? And then you see them, favorite saying again, ripples in the water. Oh, hang on a minute. Why are they doing that? Then people start calling you. Can you get us this? Can you get us that? Well, we are inundated now more than in life. People saying we need oil, we need bauxite, we need iron ore. Why? Because supply and demand couldn't be further apart again. So there we wedge ourselves in the middle of that because mm. we know the world's telling us there's an opportunity. Okay. So you go into the places like the Africa and what have you. We, we don't just focus on precious metals. What we do is we target what people need. Now, most other people, focus on the metals and how much it's worth 
I couldn't care less how much it's worth, as long mm. as it's worth a lot more than what I pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So it doesn't matter how much it's worth, but it's about demand. And when you've got people, and we've had the world's biggest oil company contact us here in the head office in, in, in the rural area in the back of Southport. Um, but the world's biggest oil company said, we need this. We're told we've got to use you to get it. Well, whether that's true or not, is irrelevant. But they've heard about you They've somewhere. heard about us. That's the point yeah, because yeah. we're pushing back on the system, Colin, because the system is broken. This comes down to buying and selling again. Yeah. You know, I've just Supply bought, and demand? Supply and demand. I've just bought 300 square kilometers of land for $50,000. It doesn't matter what I do with that land. I'll make profit out of it some way. But it just happens to be loaded with a fair amount of bauxite, which is the ore from aluminium. Mm. Why am I targeting that? Because aluminium's gone through the roof. Mm. That's good for us, bad for building the towers, yeah. like I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. Bad for building all the apartments because yeah. it's literally gone up, I think, a thousand percent in the last 18 months. And causing and delays. Causing delays, but it hasn't been costed. It's been yeah. built into a program at a, at a price that can't be achieved anymore. Yeah. Well, aluminium is steel. When you go over, I think, seven floors these days in, in a property, you have to use steel and aluminium. You can, anything below that, you can get away with timber. Right. Okay, but even timber's gone through the roof now. Yeah. Okay, so everything's gone through the roof. But when you've got demand at its highest level for 60 years or wherever it is, and supplies on the floor for the problems like your COVIDs and the Russian war, et cetera, you've got an opportunity to make a lot of money. So we're out buying right now, adding to our portfolio, or land banking, mineral-rich land, because we know it's going to be worth more than what we pay for it. Mm. It's a fact. But the system is broken. That system, before people like us came along, has always ever been, you start at A and you try to get to Z. Well, that's a five-year journey. They call it the Jork system, which is fine. It keeps people safer. I'm not going to say it's a bad, broken system, yeah. but it doesn't work today. Why? Because people are desperate. Normally, they're not desperate. Usually, they make money for fun or because it's something they want to do. But people are now desperate, so they need more minerals faster. So this Jork system, while great on paper, I'm sorry, but it doesn't work. Now, there's more companies like us in the world listing on stock markets right now without completing the whole journey. They don't need to. We're only halfway through this five-year journey ourselves. Mm -hmm. But right now, all of a sudden, I'm saying, hang on a minute. Why do we need the, the extra two and a half years? We've proven our reserves. We've proven we're real. We've proven we're the best at what we do. I also don't need someone to tell me how much a building's worth. I don't need some Rick's valuation on it. You believe in yourself, Colin, but if you've been doing anything long enough, yeah. it's like yourself. You're an expert at marketing. You know when someone comes to you and says something, you know that that's right or wrong. Yeah, the instinct kicks in. Look at the companies you've worked for in the past. You know if something's right or wrong. It's yeah. a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. That's because of experience. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we have bundles of. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, th I mean, I imagine again, not being being the novice here and, and and speaking to someone with the experience. I imagine we talk a lot about regulation, and obviously, regulation is very important, whether it's to protect the environment or to protect investments, money or whatever like that. But I imagine the boundaries that you have to overcome in West Africa, with it being a developing country, um, it's it's a little bit more complex than even so, more so yeah. than in the UK. You've got yeah. you know cultural boundaries, legal <coughs> boundaries, geological boundaries, and it. What's interesting, it never really stopped you going make you know making the move like you know spending that time out there you probably i'm sure you must have hit so many moments along the way where you thought wow yeah. is this is this is this actually worth it Just because it's not easy at all but oh, and we've had many of those anecdotes before from you like really really interesting but what was it that just 
you know, again, I know it's a mindset, but seeing through that opportunity, through all of that complexity and making you carry on, knowing the end goal is going to be worth it. I think I think it's just genetic into some people and it's not in others. Yeah. I just I just want more. I just can't help it. Um, you know, I joke about it like kiddies in a sweet shop sort of thing. But you see an opportunity that that excites you. And when I'm out in Africa on the ground with the local tribes, the local authorities and what have you, we always remain non-political. I'm not really interested in politics. Yeah. It's about having the But the community is, as you explained, it's so important. Local, indigenous uh, and the- Building relationships. Do you know what, Colin? The brilliant people. I don't get out there enough, if I'm honest with you, because yeah. I'm too busy um, doing the real estate side, which is our bread and butter, so I can't take my focus off that. Yeah. But now what's happened is, now people are saying, please launch your mineral side of the business. We can't wait any longer. We can't wait any longer. Can you get me- bauxite can you get me iron ore can you get me diamonds can you get me copper yeah i can that's what we do mm. we've positioned ourselves to be in the same place in that business that we do in the real estate mm. that if you're in distress or you've got a problem and one of these friendly banks which they're not is now saying we're going to repossess your asset or the asset we do the same in the mining space yeah. or the uh, mineral space sorry because yeah. we're not miners don't forget we have mining experience you know, me and my boys have been out there mining in the past, but we're not a mining company. Yeah. We're just an asset management company. Yeah. But when someone comes to me and says, please take my 300 square kilometers of bauxite rich land, I bite his hand off because our cash flow is strong. So we're buying as many of them as possible. But it comes down to the system. We use the best companies in the world. Um, your SRKs, your Ernst Jungs, your Deloitte's and what have you. You know, these are reputable brands. The problem is, is that that system is perfect with those guys the, with what they do for us yeah. because they give us our credibility. Yeah, and, and the advice. And, and the, the advice, yeah. and they're brilliant. Uh, the, but, the, con the, the context of you know the bigger yeah. picture the is useful. The problem is, is that it's not about them. They're doing their job, and they've helped us get where we are. I'm not going to lie. They're brilliant people, yeah. and they're great. They're experts at what they do. But it's about looking at the, the end game. And I'm thinking, hang on a minute. It's all right saying you're jaw compliant and you've got this report, 43101. We've got it all. We've got all the reports, everything. The point is, it's, it can't be done to somebody else's old rules where you've got this A to Z playbook. There's no time for that, Colin. Mm. You need to go now. Mm. If you're going to make money now and you've got a positive business, go when other people are weak. Mm. Go now. And that's what we do in the real estate and the resources. So the systems for both are broken and they're both about to get rewritten because I guarantee you this, Colin, there's a five-year nightmare coming our way, yeah. especially in the UK. But that's also a good thing for us because people are now saying to me, you know, I want my money out of Singapore. I want my money out of Cape Town. I want my money out of America. We want it in the UK. Great for us because yeah. we just go and buy lots and lots of assets that are at least at least 50% less than what they should be yeah. in value. And knowing, what, and knowing what to do with them at the end as well. Well, we're different, you see, because we like to keep them all, and that de-risks all investors. Now, it sounds a bit, a bit flippant, but it is actually the truth. Mm. Because we're landlords, and yeah. we're developers, and wherever else, whatever other badge you want to give us, yeah. we de-risk by saying, listen, when you're due back, we'll just pay it. We'll buy it off ourselves. Yeah. We're not waiting for some dream ticket to come in from Hong Kong and China and all this rubbish, these hedge funds and what have you. Yeah. People have just fell over and just gone under thinking that way but we are the ultimate buyer that de-risks our whole business. And that's for the minerals and for the real estate. Cause ultimately we want to own it. 
we've got a bigger ambition on this, which yeah. which we're heading towards very quickly. Well, I know, and you know, you guys work on this much more closely than I do. I, I hear about the the updates and the milestones and everything, but you you know, piecing things together, you guys have done some uh, quite substantial reports recently mm. on the resources business with some of the key uh, permits that we've been operating in, and and found some really substantial results that allow you to follow this ex exploration and excavation process that you that you have to do so you've been following all the rules doing all of this stuff and we we're now getting some very exciting results that tell us things that around you know how you know that how rich the ground is in some of these places yeah. and and what you've now got at, at your disposal to yeah. for when you do eventually you know move into the drilling phases and so on but obviously you know th there are a lot of um regulations in place which we follow but in terms of not being held back not by rules but by you know, the, the different partners that have to come in and partner with you on these things. What do you think the industry needs to do to come together right now to cap, not just to capitalize on this moment when, you know, things are very uncertain, but just to help navigate this, this uncertain space. How, what needs to happen, do you think, on a very sort of broad level? Do, do you know what, Colin? It's really funny. While I complain about the system, it's actually the best news for me because everybody else is using the same playbook but we use a different set of rules over here, yeah. rules that we've developed because we see things different. Mm. We go, hang on a minute, why do you need 10 of that? If I'm going to sell one of our gold permits, yeah. for instance, the buyer just needs to know that there's gold in the ground. There's a certain information yeah. that they require and yeah. we've got uh, that information. And if you can prove that, so yeah. it's ir yeah. irrefutable yeah, yeah. that the gold exists, yeah. Why do you need five experts from around the world costing you hundreds of thousands of pounds mm. to say you're right? You don't need that. If you think about it sort of almost two-dimensionally saying, is it real? It's not just a load of reporting. Because actually the reports that you get are actually the weakest part of the business because you're trusting someone you don't know mm. to pay them a large fee to say, do me a favor, write a report on my goal, on my goal permit, please. Mm. Well, I'd rather do it the different way. I'd rather be on the ground, drill it, get the samples, say there's the samples. Here you go, Mr. Buyer. Do you want to buy it or not? If you don't, leave the room, please. Yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah. So we're cutting two Breaking and a half right years down. off it. We're getting it right in, right into someone's face. Mm. Now they're coming to us. We can't. We're having our cake and eat it here because mm. all of the buyers are coming to us. Going, if you've got that, I'll buy it all. If you've got that, I'll buy it all. Okay, fine. What you do get is irrefutable evidence that the product is real. Yeah. That's where we're different, but not from some guy in London or wherever else, New York or wherever, saying with some fancy report. It's the evidence is different. Yeah. You know, it's different because we're cutting two and a half years off the journey. Yeah. All of this jork system and this 43101. Now we have it all, but I know how painful it's been even halfway through. Yeah. Now, if the world wasn't in the place, the space it was in, we'd have to wait another two and a half years using the existing system to get paid. Yeah. Well, that's not true anymore. Now we're cutting that two and a half years off. We're going straight in for a last round of drilling. And I just want, the last round to be the best one because we've already proven in excess of even on one drill, one hotspot we've got was $10 million in one little acre um, of gold reserves. But now we found an extra one, which is even better. That's showing six times, a uh, six times multiplier on that. Yeah. So we could be looking at major, major resources there, but yeah. we've already got the bases covered. We've already got all the costs covered. We're yeah. already into profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In the ground. Yeah. But I don't need a report of a third party stranger to tell me I'm right. 
because it's just the way I think. It's just we're just different. It's real. You can't get on. You can't get past that. So what we're doing because our cash flow is very good and we're doing well. I can now take a step back and go. I don't need all the experts now. They've showed me how to prove this business yeah, I with, can, with I can drilling reports yeah. and samples because it's irrefutable. Yeah. When you're bringing a 300-meter or a 200-meter deep uh, sample out the ground and you're there to see it and the reports are then say, you know, historic reports say it's there seven years ago, but then we go back in just to make sure it's still there again. Yeah, You can't argue with the fact, Yeah, you know, it. Walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. It's it is. A, it's a duck. <laughs> it's a duck. The system's broken, but some companies then then enjoy that system. Yeah, I think get, it's also paid it's, a lot. It's also, I think, if you know, it, maybe it's laziness with some, but maybe it's also just that security blanket of we've got rules in place. So yeah. why would I? Yeah, you know, because not everyone has You're the right. entrepreneur mindset. You're right. I, you know. I know I don't. No. I quite like my rules in marketing, project management. You know, I know what I know what to do. But even your space is changing, though, isn't it? Because you're thinking different. You meet people like us, and we go, "Well, I'm going to." There's definitely a creativity involved. Don't do it that way. Yeah, we do it this way. Yeah, and you've worked for some massive companies, yeah. but we're different. Everyone's different, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, we know our space. Your entrepreneurship, though, is oh, sorry, your create. Because yeah, there is there's a lot of creativity in marketing. You do have to be innovative. You're absolutely right, but. I think your innovation is in that entrepreneurship space. And that's that's even more dynamic for me because that's you're taking an entire business. I'm taking a part of a business. You're taking an entire business in a certain direction. Yeah. Um, and what you're asking to do is for the industry as a whole to just think differently for a second. You're not asking them to, to change the rules necessarily. You're just asking them to, while acknowledging the rules, just look at it differently. Yeah, I, I think... And that must be a hard thing to do. Do, do you know what, Colin? I'm not even asking them because you'll never win. You'll mm. never win against people who think... I mean, for instance, last week, I was privy to a call between two partners in a big law firm. And you can't win if the system's broken like this. And this is the pro This is the problem. Um, there was a call between two partners in a law firm, and we put a question to them. One of them said yes, but one of the other ones said no. Now, they're two partners in the same law firm, but they're giving conflicting advice to the client. Mm. Well, hang on a minute. One of them's giving bad advice and therefore getting money by deception or something like that. Or, But how can you have two partners in a huge law firm disagreeing with each other? Well, especially if it's a case of where they say, no, you can't do that. And then they're saying you yeah. can't because therein lies the, yeah. How much of it is a rule if... Uh, if, if well, do you know this is what... <laughs> maybe it's not a rule. Ah, do you know what? It's funny you should say that, you know, Colin, because everyone says these are the rules. I mean, I was with my accountant yesterday and they said um, a technical issue came up over our accounts, which are getting done for the year end. And I said, that's strange that. I said, I've never heard that before. Show me where it says that that is law. And they went, oh, it's not law. It's just the way we do it. Mm. I said, well, maybe you should do it a different way mm. because this needs to be done faster, speed it up. Yeah, Let's yeah, get going. Yeah. I want these accounts done for the year end. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want that, you know, we're doing well, get the accounts done. And they're thinking of all these ways of slowing it down. Now there is the perception for me that people slow it down to get more fees. Yeah, well, I'm right. not, well, I'm not having that. I mean, <laughs> either work fast, Work brilliantly or leave. Unless you can find me a reason that says this is wrong. And exactly. you're, not, you're not finding me that reason. Colin, so why would you? I'll call in the world's in a mess, right? I mean, people are just so used. I mean, the biggest problem we have at the moment is that we warn all of our, I think we've got five legal teams in the world and every one of them gets the same message, sharpen your pencil on your fees. Otherwise we'll leave because mm. they think they can just charge you a stupid amount of money and you're naive and you'll just pay it. Mm. Well, we won't. Now other people will but mm. we won't, that's the point. But we're pushing back on the system. 
the real estate in the UK is broken, but we're speeding that up, so we're getting there. Yeah. Okay. All right, world economics help us there because the world's not in a good place right now. So that's great for us, great for our investor base. But the mineral space is the one where the numbers are, are huge. And potentially huge. all or nothing. Well, I've already proven it. We've already proven it with one of the sites. And we've got, I think we've got 19 under management. We've got three in exploration. We've just bought a brilliant diamond concession in the best area, in the best borough, in the best region, in the best country. I don't need to know that there's diamonds in the ground. I don't need to see them with my own eyes, even though I have done, because I've sampled it myself with my own geology team. But I don't need a stranger to tell me it's a good thing. Now, as it happens, our brilliant geologist firm that we rely on most, SRK, mm. they were the ones who, they do the soft um, um, analysis on the site. And it was green light, green light, green light. So then what we do is go and test it. I don't need more than that. Mm. I've got the world's best company telling me it's in the right region, in the right town, in the best area for diamonds. Yeah. You know, so it's back to walk like a duck and you yeah, quack yeah, like yeah, a duck yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. But then we go and see it with our own eyes and we take some diamonds out the ground. Well, I don't need some geniuses to say, do you know what? You're onto something there, you reckon? Yeah, you've been doing it long <laughs> I mean, enough now to know yeah. whether it's working yeah, or not. Yeah, so what I do then is either decide whether to mine it or just sell it. Yeah. It's quite simple in, yeah. a, in, an, in a market economy that's desperate for it. Mm. You know, that's the point here. We're taking it to the market faster. So, but then you speak to some people and like in your Londons and what have you, Colin, they, they irritate me because they go, when you've got that, this fancy report or valuation come and see us so i push back and say when i've got that i won't need to see you yeah <laughs> because you've missed the opportunity my friend yeah, yeah and he'll go down to the pub in i don't know the london henry piccadilly or whatever go and meet his pals and think he's doing well in life now good luck to him i've got no axe to grind with a, a man like that but if he does well good luck to him if he's if that lazy sort of one-dimensional thinking works for you mm -hmm. but we're we're everywhere at once we want every penny squeezed out of every project. It's like the building we bought in Warrington for the SMEs. We see it different. We'll sell the chocolate bars. We'll sell the coffee in there. We'll do the Wi-Fi. We'll do the telephones because we want to squeeze every penny out of that building for our investor base yeah. and for us as well because yeah. we are in it together. But we have the same mindset, Colin, with every business we have. Get in, get in fast, get in hard, get it sold, get the profit. Yeah. Get everyone paid. Yeah. That's what we do today. And I'm trying to speed that up now. I am not in the mood for any of these genius. And I'm being kind by calling them geniuses because sometimes I've been known to swear a bit, but <laughs> they think they're better than us, Colin. And they, I, I swear to you, I've just had enough of them thinking they can look down on us and going, you need to do it our way. No, I don't. Do it my way or you're not even invited to the Sometimes room Sometimes it might not even be a case of they think they know the better than you. They just don't really want to go through the, the you know, the, the the whole, the effort to actually look at it differently, which Drain, is what you, which is what you do oh, it drains all me. the time. Yeah, but, you know, you have a very unique brain, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. can't all keep up with you. <laughs> it's, it's funny, you know, you should say that because I feel like in the last um, two years, I think, no, sorry, in the last year, I think I was sat back a lot while the company growed. But then all of a sudden, it's come about at the front end where, all right, it's a bit of luck as well because it's just come to us. People are knocking on the door going, help us. We need this. We need that. Have you got any? Please help us. And I'm going, yeah, I'll find it. That's what we do. We just mooch around. We buy the right project because we know we've got a guaranteed exit route for it. So we de-risk it by already having it sold. Well, I think that just comes back to the initial point we were talking about, which is instinct. I think whatever you're seeing right now, you know, the combination of all of the different world events that are happening. But your instinct right now is that we need to move now. 
and you've been here before. Got to. You've got that. You've got that sense of everything. All the experience that you've built up in the ten years in the resources business, and it feels like now you feel like the, ta- the, the we've got to strike while the iron's hot, as they say. Well, Colin, it comes down to just basic thinking again. When you've got listed companies in London and Canada saying, "Can we partner with you?" and you will give you a load of shares in our listed company if you just put your assets in. You must have you must be you must have something. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to be a genius to know you're onto something, right? When these super listed companies are saying that when they've already had all the pain and all the costs themselves, mm. but they're coming to us saying, "We can't do what you do." And I'll be too honest with them. I say, "Well, we can't do what you do. I don't I don't accept that we I will never accept that we can't do everything because we just do it harder, we work harder, we work smarter." day and night until we achieve. And that's why we're successful. Yeah. Well, I think I'll go back to the point about it being um, a, a real pivotal time for the company and your instinct recognizing that there's something going on at the moment and we could be onto something good. So I hope that when we have this conversation again in a couple of months that we can report back that uh, things have been continuing to move in the right direction. I hope so too. And uh, thank you very much for joining us today, Dave. And you're, you're I'll welcome. see you again soon. Look forward to it.